Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the the Podcast. Podcast. Featuring special guest, TV personality and producer, Joseph Shepard. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. episode of Pride the Podcast this glorious Pride Month. How y'all doing? How you doing? Doing it. (laughs) Just fine. (laughs) I am doing it just fine. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley, by the way, in case you didn't know. We know. We know. You know. We know. He's like, oh, you know. I know. know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. On that soundboard. Uh. I'm Darrell Anthony. And I'm Ashley Mitchell. How y'all been doing? Let me just tell you, it is a glorious day in New York City today. A hot ass it day. Is, it bitch. was. It's not as hot as it has been. It is just sunny and. Maybe I hadn't thriving. been at the house then, because when I walked out, I started dripping. What time did you walk out? It was like. What, when did you leave, Ashley? I left. <laughs> I left at three. Mm-hmm. So when she <laughs> left at three, I left right after that because I was like, well, let me go give me something to eat so I can sit down and watch um, General Hospital. But in the past few days, though, it's been like 90 and muggy. Oh, it's been yeah. hot as balls. And then today it was 80. It's beautiful It was great. It was nice I will it take it. I will Everybody, take it. It's still hot. It's but supposed it to be hot. like 60 something tonight. But it wasn't as humid as it's been. And this uh, breeze was fucking amazing. Well, we got a cold front coming through, I hate to tell you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We do. Well, luckily, Ashley and I are getting on a jet plane, so we will not be facing it. <laughs> when do y'all leave for how high? We will, <laughs> we will be in Los Angeles on June 12th. Yeah, for some reason, I thought Brayden said how high, because I'm a little high. Right. So I thought you said how high. Saturday. Yeah, we leave Saturday. Saturday. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're super excited to go. We're gonna get to catch up with some old friends and, and do mm-hmm. some things. But I'm I'm excited to just go lay on a pool. I'm excited too to yeah. be here in New York City without y'all for a weekend. Maybe I'll detox. That's what Maybe I said. I'll... I said, Darrell, when the fuck you leaving? Because I need a break. I just, need my liver to have a break. I'm sick of getting the devil emoji from <laughs> the devil himself. Yeah, um, so... Darrell's new thing is just to send a little purple devil emoji to people. Letting him know he's up to mischief. I have an automatic text response that's just N-O. Yeah. And anytime I get that purple emoji, it automatically says no. Nope. And they show up. No. Exactly. <laughs> no. And they show up every single time, people, because listen, I have the them emoji all. text? Yes, they no, do. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> every time Y'all, because anytime I pay I my send phone it. bill. No, I pay my bills are paid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you okay. don't know how it feels. Now look, I had them out every like last Saturday I had them in the streets. And I, I haven't given Ashley no rest since I got back from Texas. Here's the tea, yeah. though. Um, last Saturday was cute. It was fun or whatever. However, I will say it was Brayden's booze little fault. 
That we had to, we had to, we, well, where, where we ended up was because of Joshua. Don't say any names. Edit this out. Because <laughs> brain's she a hoe. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> okay, so what was wrong with where we Anyways, ended up? So, I had fun. No, it was a good old time. I danced. But it yeah. was not the vibe. We went to Rebar. That, that was we my first for. time going. I yeah. love Rebar. Rebar's it was great. Cute. It was I, fun. I was not ready. Not at all. That's like, what I'm saying. Have we you ever been to in, a gay bar before? Hold the t- hold the phone though, <laughs> sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> sweetie. Because, because it was look, or at least for me anyway, I was like, oh, we're just gonna go get a nice little drink and we're gonna like sit and talk and kiki and you know, just be around gay people, that'd be fine, or whatever. Mm-hmm. What we walked into was a straight there was no panorama it, ever happened. No, <laughs> it was just it was literally euphoria. No, I, I said, know. What in the gay hell? That's what I literally mean. what I in the gay hell. Literally gay I hell. That. It wasn't my vibe either. It wasn't my vibe either. But well, you know I mean you were sure shaking your ass. If it was your vibe. And honestly, it was it was out of vibe too, because if anyone saw on my social media, Adam was just making out with his man yeah. all my thing. So mm-hmm. honestly, I think that everybody had a really good time shaking out. I did have a it's good the time. first gay bar that I've been to since 15, the 16 months since the panorama. Yeah. I mean, it, was, um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We finally got to dance to Rain on Me in a club. I forgot how to dance. Yeah. Brayden. I was just going left and right. You were dancing. <laughs> oh, I was? Your hair yes. was slick. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. <laughs> no, your, your hair was, I, I had that's to move so it. Nice. It was dripping oh, wet. Oh, I'm it so glad It was dark brown time. and slick. <laughs> oh, yay, yay. Good for me. And then your cheeks was as red as they could be. Oh, I'm so happy. That's but you were happy. grinning. But you were I'm grinning. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, there's a, there's a video of You're me. You're like, news to me. There's a video of me, you, and Corey that I'm sure say that my phone's away. We're just like, like trying to breathe through it. But we're grinning. And we're licking faces, wiping sweat. It's Faces That's each so other's. Nice. It's pride. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, we're, we're vaccinated. It's okay, pride right? We had so, to show. So you should lick each other's faces. Yeah, well, we friends. Nah, <laughs> you didn't lick my face. You licked mine. I didn't participate. I did First of all, you licked my face. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody was licking nobody's faces. I don't know. I sure wasn't. But what I appreciated was having to show proof of vaccination with the you New did? York City did you? Excelsior pass. Excelsior yes. Pass. No one looked at my pass. No one looked at mine either. I showed. I pulled out mine to show them, and he said, "All right." Like he he, he did it to me. Like I had done something wrong. He's like, "Okay, okay." I thought that was the whole point. He goes, "That'll be uh, twenty bucks for Sarav and I." And I was like, "I was told I was getting paid for. I don't know. I don't have any cash." And he was like, "All right." And I just walked on in. So really? I, whether or not they paid, I don't fucking care. No. I was like, I was told I was being paid for. And he said, all right. Mm-hmm. Just like the New York City said. government, they trying to gouge everyone. But listen, Yo, we're about them drinks can. are expensive. I didn't buy none. We know. We know. I, I bought a round. I, I know that. Too. Mm-hmm. $200 later. Girl, I know. I've spent $200 on your Yo, I forgot how expensive the outside is. Because <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to say, I, bitch, yeah, man, I'm about shut to say, everything back down. Close the shit shut back up. Down. I was doing just fine in my house. Because I spent more money in the past two months than I did in the past year and a half. Hello. Yeah, no. My account has never been so low. <laughs> like, my, I, this we're, is the first, we're going to LA Vegas with zero dollars. This is the first time. I woke up this morning, Bank of America sent me three low alerts. I said, how you do that in one day about one thing? I get it. I understand it's They're low. They're trying to help you. They're not, because if they were, they would leave me the fuck alone. Let me figure it out. Like, you know I, what you should do what is should download I do? Robin Hood, mm-hmm. the stock Who I've got to app. steal from. Um, damn, I couldn't cut. Miriam. <laughs> 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 I, I, made Miriam? I literally, I literally <laughs> gave Brayden... <laughs> 
I was I trying to think of it. for the volleyball and Braden just. Yeah, and no, you did not I spike it. a little bit too much today. Swung I and missed. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Anyway, Robin Hood. Thank you, Robin Hood, for sponsoring this segment. I always right. think of Robin Hood men in tights. Um, but no, all you have to do is just put like $10 no, up in no. Robin Hood and then put it into a stock. That's going down because that's the smartest, they say. And then you'll make money when it goes back up. I have. Yeah, I need to learn about all that. I put in $10. I now have 26 Oh, that's a very nice. Boys don't deserve no pussy. I know that's, that's right. right. <laughs> um, I'm actually doing it because I actually invested in my job, and it was it's doing really well. So I was about to pull all the money out, and then my coworker was like, can you just wait until it gets a little bit more because you're only going to be pulling out, like, I don't mind saying, like, $700. And he was just like, but if you wait, you'll be pulling out close to, like, eight, nine grand. And I was like, Oh, because the first time it was gonna be seven grand, then it went up, and I was like, "Oh, so I just need to leave it alone for a minute." But I'm ready to take that money. Listen, eight, seven, eight grand could change my life. <laughs> it really could. Adam. It's really, it's, it's, honestly, it's sad at how true that is because the it's moment it's such a small amount, mm-hmm. but it's so it would just it, yeah, it just really would change my life. You know what I'm looking to get my life changed by the new mayor the new of New York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out because Bill De Blasio has not not that I really even care wow, about. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what I hear when I hear fucking De Blasio talk. It's so sad because you want to ah. you want to root for him and his family. I do. It's, I do want to root for him, but, but like he's what, you're just talking useless. out your ass, <laughs> and you are wow. useless as hell. And my he's question to you, Brady, as a poopy flavored lollipop. <laughs> Adam was no? working on that, people. No, I, no, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank cute. you. I was like, oh, <laughs> but I'm, you know, my biggest issue with De Blasio Tell is me. like, do do him and Andrew Cuomo ever have meetings? Because they both, no. they no. always seem like they're on a separate page. They, they don't. They never, and the, they're not even in the same library. They've never met. They hate I'm, each other because Cuomo <laughs> and Cuomo's family has power and control over the state of New York, which yeah. henceforth has power and control. Because of Mario, the right? Yeah, his father, mm-hmm. Andrew's Lopez. father. Cuomo, bitch. (laughs) I do, too. Um, So, no, anything Bill says, Cuomo's like, no, um, we're actually going to do this. He's like, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, that's so. That's basically what he hears each time. Listen, I just wish that they were just more on the same page because coming out, even in the the COVID when it was really big and they were doing news breaks every day, they were both giving different answers, and a lot of people were confused and finally decided to listen to Cuomo only. I was gonna say, it was I feel weird. like I only remember, really remember seeing Cuomo. Well, de Blasio had his daily, it came on at uh, noon on ABC 7. I was watching I was watching Days of Our Lives on NBC. Right. Weekdays. We see where your priorities are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see if Marlena going to get possessed again. <laughs> Mar Devil. Mar Devil. I want her back. If she does, though, please let me know. Please I'll let, let you me. know, priest. Switch the channel ASAP. Yeah. Um, so he had his daily press conferences, and he was saying, like, shit, like, we're going to open the city back up. And then Cuomo was on the other channel at ABC. another hour and saying he would come on at 11 then de Blasio would come on at noon mm-hmm. and Cuomo's coming on saying no we're not gonna shut this city down like we're gonna do this 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 then de Blasio would come out not having watched Cuomo's press conference <laughs> and then come out and saying completely opposite <laughs> shit and we're all like no I guess we're gonna listen to Cuomo because he at least yeah. got some sort of sense until he started raping folks I don't know oh 
I have a legal note. So <laughs> Thank you, as bro. of right now, there has been. <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much. As this of is right... Darrell Anthony with Pride the Podcast coming at you with a legal note. Go, Darrell. So as far as my legal note, there has been no actual proof of any of that. There has been accusations, and Governor Cuomo has actually stated that he will let an investigation happen, and we're still waiting around word on that. That was last month's news. We're still waiting on Letitia James' mm-hmm. in private investigation. And, and they're still working mm-hmm. on it. And so as of right now... Anyway, about the NYC mayor. Yeah, so who, who are you voting for it? Um, Listen, there's been some news that has just come out about Eric Adams. Oh, how you feel? I am conflicted because, in my opinion, he is the only one out of the top candidates who has, like, a resume of experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just came out that he may not even live in New York City. Huh. So the, he just <sighs> invited... Um, a few reporters to come and look at his like loft in Bedstuy, not even loft, um, just his apartment in Bedstuy. But his partner Tracy lives in New Jersey, and he also owns um, a co-op in New Jersey. Mm. So during the pandemic, much like Andrew Yang, mm. he has not been in New York City proper. Right. Mm. But when he started his race for mayor, he used to, he was sleeping at his offices. Um, so he says on like a cot um i guess because they were working long hour long hours like when you run a campaign you're mm-hmm. often going to bed at 2 a.m waking up at 6 a.m doing the same thing over and over again he would also say that his staffers would stay in his offices as well whatever neither he neither never here nor there <laughs> thank you trust somebody Did you have a stroke i think i had a stroke. i was watching you and you kind of went to the side i, think, I, I need, to, I need like, to take a sip it's like parks and rec when she was like okay mm-hmm. yeah we'll live here but then we'll live there half the time so right. that i can run in that district and blah, 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 blah. well listen our former it's president our, our former president spent more time in florida than he did in dc and he was the president of the nation so yeah, not my yeah. we don't care <clears> i don't know who that was yeah eric <laughs> adams, i don't know so, oh uh-huh. no i was gonna say two things about eric adams so one to kind of you guys asking about like do you think his age is a problem because he is 60 and or do you think or do you think that because people are talking about the age too i'm just reading joe biden's 78 and he's running running but there are a lot of people who are worried about the age too and then also my second thing is you know he's about the anti-gun movement which is great because he's like no one wants to open a business when people are getting shot at grand central but clearly there's was shootings in chelsea last night and they're getting into areas where people are like there's never been a shooting issue here and i I saw something that terrified me in the interview earlier that a guy uh, spoke about when I was watching the news. He said, yeah, he said, honestly, it's feeling like New York back in the day now. He said the streets are really scary. And because that's a scary... Because we just came out of a pandemic. Yeah. And that's a, but that's a scary thought to have. He's an w- older Would you guy like to call Giuliani back? Who? Rudy Giuliani. No. He can go to the Four repair, Seasons landscaping. Repair the, repair the street. He needs... No. Don't want him. No. Yeah. My also a problem with Eric is he used to be Republican. And I'm not sure how I feel about that, even though the Republicans in the 90s are obviously different than the Republicans today. Right. But I just, that that word hits my ear wrong, just the R word. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I watched, we watched like 45 minutes of the first uh, mayoral debate. Mm -hmm. And what I thought was, it was a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) The whole thing. It was just like. You are full of shit. Because <laughs> it was like nobody was like giving straight answers. The only one that was like giving me something was Maya. Wiley, yeah. 
However, she was talking over a lot of people and then was demanding to be heard and spoke, you know, yeah. and it was just like, listen, girl, you got to have to, you have to give it back and forth. You know what? I think because women and then especially black women are usually silenced a lot. I think she preemptively was like, they're going to cut me off. Yeah. So I have to stand my ground and make sure I get in what I have mm. to say. She I came did. Out of left, and she may she that's may leaned a little more the other way than she should have. But I but I feel like after all the oppression in the past, like I'll excuse it. So yeah, I will yeah, yeah. say my initial gut before any of the debates, my number one is Maya. Mm-hmm. That I've always my gut, even though I didn't appreciate what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Which, but like whatever. And then I think my second is going to be Eric, just given his resume. Mm-hmm. And then my third is going to have to be um, maybe Sean Donovan. That's just, who. Just I'm given his history like, with Obama and Michelle Obama. <clears> like <throat> Sean Donovan has had a lot of <clears throat> people back him. Um, so Sean Donovan, Maya. Um, I but also Catherine Garcia, who literally pulled us out of the weeds from Hurricane Sandy. Like she's she has done her shit. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't like the way she talked. She's not personable. She's not good. She's not good with her commercial. She's not. She's not a star. She's not an on-camera talent personality. Mm, no. Yeah, well. well, it'll be very interesting to see kind of what happens. But I was kind of leaning toward uh, Sean Donovan too, just because I feel like when the Obamas endorse somebody, I tend to listen a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but you know, just because well, he hasn't of- endorsed him. He hasn't. I thought he officially endorsed. I don't think he's endorsed him. He's just running on the platform of having worked with Obamas. Yeah. Anyway, Hmm. but we shall see. But nevertheless, everyone get out there and vote. The election is on. If you live in New York City, the election is on June twenty second. So be sure to get out there and vote for your favorite candidate, your second favorite, your third favorite, your fourth favorite, and your fifth favorite. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we're going to take a quick break. But before we do, I can't wait to chat with host and producer Joseph Shepard. I can't wait to hear the tea he's got to say. everybody it's Darrell Anthony if you have any questions comments or concerns please call us at 844-25-PRIDE and leave us a message let us know what you think and if not email us at pridetheseries at gmail.com Hello, 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 and welcome back. Hi, guys. We're so excited to introduce a very fun guest for this episode of the podcast, Mr. Joseph Shepard, host and producer. Hello, Joseph. Thank you for being with us. We got oh my gosh, that was the coolest feeling in the world. It felt like I was at a basketball game and a t-shirt was thrown at me. Oh my God, it's a t-shirt cannon. Do they still do that? Yes. I think so. I think so. We actually, this is really cool because we now have sound effects and we have upgraded. So I'm so happy that you got to come in on that. So how's everything going for you, Joseph? You're doing well? Yeah, yeah. Doing pretty good. Um, and yeah, just, just, just living. I'm just still shocked by those sound effects because I know it's the <laughs> hardest thing in the world to add the sound effects post the podcast. So that's like 
Oh, I couldn't like good even, area. Right, I couldn't even think about doing that. Luckily, yeah, this... Well, luckily, we have a 40-person crew and a 60-piece orchestra <laughs> and a million-dollar budget that takes care of it all. Right, 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 exactly. So, Joseph, you're based in L.A., yeah? Just yeah. Just living the L.A. dream. So tell us a little bit about, you know, A, yourself and how you became to be this successful host and producer. Okay, cool. Uh, I was born and raised in Tennessee. I was born in Memphis. I lived there for uh, all the way through high school. Um, my parents were very religious, very um, conservative, Baptist, Southern Baptist Christians. Mm. We know them um, well. Yeah, we know them well. We're all from Texas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was fun dealing with that. I moved to Atlanta for school. Uh, I went to Georgia State, uh, studied TV and film. Nice. Um, and then that's why Georgia, why Georgia state? Well, because New York was too expensive. LA was too expensive. And it was like, I didn't want to stay in Tennessee. You know, like if you stay in a state your whole life, you're not doing anything with your life. And so I was like, I need to need to get out. Atlanta was starting to slowly boom with TV and film. And I was like, let me try that and take the cheaper alternative and did that. Then it was New York. And then after New York, it's been LA for about five years, which has been this meeting is being recorded. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I love the fact that um, you know, you went to Georgia and the TV and film started coming up. A lot of people have been saying, mm-hmm. like, to go to Atlanta if you want to work. And I'm knocking at Tyler Perry's door. He ain't answered. But I am knocking at his door, so hopefully one day he does. <laughs> um, something I wanted to ask you, talking about going to college in Georgia. So your favorite story, what was your favorite story you did on the Panther Report? And the reason I'm asking that is because when I was in high school, I actually started a paper with the same name. So You t- did? I oh did. My God. You were the Palestine oh. or the Oakwood Panthers? Uh, yeah, we're Oakwood Panthers. So okay. number one... What was your favorite story? And number two, do I need to sue you for copyright infringement because you stole that name from me? And if so, no. how much can I get? You, you, will, you will not have to um, to sue me for copyright. Uh, that was probably the saddest thing I've ever done in my life. Stop. Like looking back at college, college in TV and film was like, what are you doing? At the end of the day, why do you go to college for TV and film? I'm yeah. still asking myself that question to this day. No, like no. I, it's the same thing. Like if you went for theater, it's like, cool. Like you are a cool professor or you're cool. Mm-hmm. And like, we have a, mm-hmm. a studio. Nah, that Panther report studio was smaller than this room. It was the size of like, it was a box. Apparently it used to be a kitchen and they changed it into a green room. Oh, and then it was, it was tragic. I had to write my own scripts. I had to do everything, but it, taught me you know it taught me the the ins and outs and being a one-man band which was hello and it's a resume builder right just put that, sucker that. on the resume but I also... you just you just put it on your resume but you never link to it you're like you right know what? it's on there i did it it's Where like brayden's it? degree hey whoa whoa <laughs> see i only want to bring this up because he just mentioned <laughs> you, it was like oh why am i going to this school is, for this you can't that, talk about my <laughs> educational <laughs> background No, anyway, I was saying, uh, when you were talking about, like, oh, why go to school for this, that, and the other, and I was like, yeah, it's a Ponzi scheme, and we all got our degrees in it, but it's like... Mm-hmm. We, we all got a we all got a degree in imagination. Well, yeah, was, but Joseph <laughs> yeah. is actually doing something with his. Degree. Hello, hello, we so are, are we literally on a podcast. 
But okay. no. All right, fair, fair, fair. I, fair, I, have, fair. To, I have to say, Joseph, like that, that is a true thing. And they really made you feel like you have to go to college to be. And I don't think it just stops at theater and TV and film. I think it can extend to a lot of places. I mean, except I guess a lawyer or a doctor. I guess you need to go to some kind of school for that. But I mean, a lot of things. Not these people, days. Have you seen these doctors testifying against the vaccine? And they went to school. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. They are a little here. But I mean, <laughs> do you feel like. So do you regret like the school or do you really feel like that was a good stepping stone for you? I believe that I learned everything that I needed to learn. And I yeah. believe, I'm sorry, also, if I look away, I, I'm on the spectrum and I don't like looking at people. <laughs> no, it's no, okay. I'm looking away too, but I am staring <laughs> totally at you. Cool. <laughs> um, so, so no, I, I think that it did what it needed to do. Yeah. And also it gave me a few opportunities that I wouldn't necessarily have. Like my first, First job came like I was interning at Rachel Ray so that wouldn't have come without the college credit because I wasn't getting paid for it which then spawned into a job after that there so you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah it was it was good in that vein right how go. was Rachel by the way give us all the tea because I loved watching her like before her talk show well Durrell um, and Rachel I Rachel was uh-huh. Rachel was a very interesting person um when we got there to intern there were literally 40 interns and these interns Jesus. were like sent to do the pit work we were right. they would have like a woman on the show who came after losing like 30 pounds and we would have to go to macy's and buy all this plus size clothing and then have to like take it back the next day and yep. like it was just like the worst anxiety in the world just like doing running through new york and just going through the, the streets yes rachel, have been there and done that rachel yeah. as a person um we were told to never look her in the eye mm. if she was walking down the hallway then you couldn't walk down the hallway at the same time I'm getting i remember out of one here. time this I is daytime tv walking people. down the hallway first and she was walking towards me and I was like oh my gosh I'm already in the hallway now I gotta keep walking do I stop do I not look like I don't know what the fuck to do and so it was it was she she was a she was a figure um well if it makes you feel a really good way to yeah say if it makes you feel any better Darrell and I were at the daytime Emmys a couple years ago and we were standing in the VIP drink line behind Rachel Ray (laughs) Oh my God, I just, I was like, what is he about to say? Now I remember you. And she obviously won for best whatever. And um, she was celebrating a lot. So she was like stumbling, slurring her. Not that I'm judging because we've all been there. No, no. But like, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon and this bitch couldn't even stand up straight. But I don't want to say too much because she's actually coming on right after you. So. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that Rachel. <laughs> Listen, she can't do nothing for me but cook. Um, which, I mean, did you ever get to eat any of her food? Oh, that is a yes. question. Because you know we love to eat. I was going to say, our, yes. our our friend Ashley would like to know, what happens with the food that she makes during the segment? Does it get, like, eaten? So, little known fact, normally what they do is you they had a whole test prep kitchen, and there was a whole team that cooked these dishes for her and they would make two versions. So one would be the one that was almost done. Then there would be the done version. And then there would just be the ingredients that were laid out in front of her. So they would, the one that was basically already done, then the staff and crew could eat it. And then the other one they'd cook after and you could eat it as well. Oh, that's oh, good. That's so it's not nice. like they okay, throw it out. Cool. Right. Yeah. That's what I always wondered about like cooking shows or like master chef. 
And then one of our ge- our guests we had was on MasterChef, so that was one of the questions I had to ask. So I was like, what happens to all the food? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question. But anyway, I have another question, because I... Yeah, so I used to watch all your YouTube videos of your exposed interviews, because that's what my friend Tyler was like, oh, bitch, you need to watch this interview with Willem. And I was like, oh, shit, here it is. And it was all the tea, and I loved it. So my question was, um, if you could pick, if you had to pick, like, your top three interviews, who would they be and why? Mm. That I've already done? Yes. Willem, of course, because Willem agreed to do it. Without Willem agreeing to do that, Alaska would not have agreed and Katya would not have agreed to then be able to start everything up. Right. Um, so Did you have a relationship with Willem or was it just like a, a blind ask? I actually, <laughs> I was in um, television producing for reality for a while and we did this really bad show on Freeform called um, Happily Ever After. And it was with the twins from the show The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this was the most scripted reality show ever. No rating, like nobody tuned in, but they needed a landlord who was a drag queen. And I was like, I I want Willem. And my (laughs) producer was like, no, no, I want Jackie B. And I was like, no, nobody needs Jackie B right now. They need a Willem (laughs) thing. Oh, poor Jackie. So she's fine. Willem, I told him, I said, okay, you got to come into the office. He goes, all right, I'm going to come in drag. I said, fine. So he came in on his hoverboard into this office and went straight into the executive producer's um, room, ended up signing copies of his book and was like, did I get the job? And then the guy was like, yeah, sure. And then was like walked out. So it was like, it was the best thing (laughs) ever. But yeah, so when we were on set, Willem was talking a lot about being on Drag Race and like the stuff behind the scenes and like things when we were like having discussions. And I was like, I feel like that story wasn't told. Like there's a whole nother story. We need something. So that's kind of like where I, where I went with that. Other two, probably Katya, because that one took off really, really well. Yeah. Um, and I would say Jada Essence Hall. Oh, okay. okay. Tell Jada and Katya to call us because we love to have them on here. And Willem, too. <laughs> I was about to say, what about Rainy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd love to have them all on here. Um, but I do want to ask you so, Drag Race is obviously taking a different form um, as of late, and a lot of people are feeling like, oh, it's not the, a lot of people, Brain's one of them, that don't feel like Drag Race was Can what it used to be. You're talking about my dirty laundry. Yeah, well, they're dirty. Um, you know, Drag Race seasons one through four was really. It felt more authentic. Adam and I have actually been rewatching. Do you feel like the show has become more produced? And if so, do you think that's going to change? Do you think they've recognized that or they're just going to keep riding this train of a very produced show? I think that the show has always been produced, but I would say that it has become more of a strategic formula. I feel like they're using to be able to keep hitting Emmys. Mm. It's, it's like, the reason why that COVID special was done was for an Emmy. Like the reason why like some of these things are done, it's like for an Emmy, who's the big guest that we can put on. I honestly, I don't think that they're going to change it, but if I had my say, I would love if they gave them a budget. Mm -hmm. They were like each queen, you can only spend X amount of money before coming here. Mm -hmm. And half of your challenges are going to be like making outfits or something like, because I feel like olden days. It's like, sure, like you have got Mick and you have Simone and you have these people who were just in this last season. The 
reason why they were great was because their outfits were great and they were made by designers who have buttloads mm -hmm. of money. So very that. at the end of the day, in my head, I'm like, where's the personality? Thank I don't know you. who you are, Got Nick. I Thank know that you. your outfits, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. That's I my, agree 100% about too. that. And I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that's something that I had always like thought about. Like, There needs to be some sort of cap. It's like you can't spend more than Because some people walk K. up in there with like designer gowns. Like, like it's crazy. And some of these queens can't afford that shit. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that would be a really good like idea of like capping it off. And then we need to bring back more design challenges. Yeah. I mean, or I think even if it was like, hey, like, you know, you can only bring in two designer gowns and you have to like show the proof for those. And because I know they have to take pictures of everything and send it to the producers before. Mm -hmm. But I think it should just be a little bit more, you know, hands on. Right. I think a lot of people when it comes to the personality part of Drag Race, I think they all try to depend on the um, joke challenges. I think they're like, oh, people can see that I can be funny and I can do this, but that's not enough. And the acting challenges have mm. just gotten worse over time. Because oh sometimes you're sitting there and as people who went to school for TV and film and acting, you're kind of just like, what's going it's on? My, my, whole, my whole issue, and I hate <laughs> to say this, is um, I think, where has the talent gone? Yes. Yeah. Like where, like you, to your point earlier about the personality, like that's authentically them we love to see it but there's like no talent necessarily it's just i mean you don't how, even it's how, how you look it, yeah it's about how how you look and what you can bring and you want to root for the underdog like I, we were rewatching season three the other day and even though that was you know strategically done as well i think in some ways you know that was shangela and you could see shangela's gotten so much better over time like she's just one that sticks mm -hmm. out of my head and it's like the way she was like scheming and like i'm gonna send these bitches home like that's the drag race that i miss and that i want to see where you have these people like somebody that's clearly struggling the stacy lane matthews who they come out and they win a challenge and they deserve it they to win the challenge she won she snatch game she deserved that so you don't want to have those moments anymore where you're like who does but i do want to say i think that uh drag race uk and i think that maybe drag race canada has a little bit more of authenticity like it, it feels more authentic to me and mm -hmm. yeah. i agree well I no, think they're just true. starting out and they're just starting out but i think what the the good the fun thing about like season three and four and even five were because it was like these queens were it was more ready to wear and it yeah. was like this is all I can. That is all I got. This is what I just brought my closet. Juju with B me. say my little black dress like you I know, work at the mall. Right. <laughs> so like, I, you do, girl. So no, it's like it's it now. It's about who and what you can bring to the show instead of being like what I can bring to the show. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think too. Like I just keep thinking to myself, I'm like. When I go see a drag show, like if I am going to a bar and there is a drag show, mm -hmm. I do not give a fuck what you are wearing. No. Turn no. out the performance. Exactly. Right. Give me some comedy. Me. Give me yes. something. If your outfit's cool, it's cool. But I don't care if you have a $10,000 outfit on. Wear something to make me laugh. Yeah. yeah. And we're good to go. Hilarious. And I think that that's where it's like falling off the end. I mean, like, come on, those lip sync for your, for your legacy or whatever it was, the top four, like lip syncing for the crown. It was like the standing fest. I was like, are we just standing here? What Hello? are we doing? Yeah. It was a very <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was really ridiculous. Adam is so proud of himself. Um It's just it was just there was nothing that no 
it was not giving what it was supposed to give Heaney. No. Like, I didn't get nothing from that. I was like, this is But people are hoping (laughs) we see a little bit of that come back with All-Star 6, especially because Mm -hmm. it's mixed in with a lot of the older queens, and, like, they're not going to change too much about them to, like, fit back into this world. There's so much going on right now. I mean, mean, that's, like, a a nice thing to think, but, like... They're like, I want the Marini. You know... (laughs) Pandora, that she's this is her like second try on All Stars, so I'm thinking she's gonna bring something. She has to. I mean, I, I hope so. I hope, but I, I mean, I don't know. So we were talking about talk shows, uh, obviously a few minutes ago before we went into our Drag Race thing, which we'll probably do again. Um, but what are your thoughts on current talk shows when their show, like when there's a huge blow up on the air? Obviously. The talk had their situation um, that happened with Sharon Osbourne. You know, every other day, somebody screaming at Megan on The View. So what do you think about those moments? And, and as a producer, what would you do in those moments to make things a little bit better? Because sometimes it can result in really bad what happened on the talk. And, like, you know, I don't know how long Megan's going to be on The View moving forward with a lot of things that's been happening. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on all that? And have you personally experienced something like that? Besides watching us today. Right. <laughs> Um, I, the, I used to, the first job out of Rachel was working at The View. I worked at The View, Barbara's last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was Barbara, Sherry, Jenny McCarthy, and Whoopi Goldberg. And I witnessed the firing of Jenny McCarthy and Sherry Shepard. And that in itself and seeing how The View worked back then was very interesting because I got to work, I opened up my computer and there was a deadline article and it was like, Jenny McCarthy and Sherry Shepard are fired. Jenny McCarthy and Sherry Shepard were at the studio getting ready to record the show. And they were like, what is this? What's going on? Oh, shit. And then they re- like, were talking to the executive producers and they're like, no, 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 no. We don't know what this is. We don't have any idea about this. Do the show. We'll figure it out. They did the show, walked off, and then like the network execs came in and told them that they were fired and they like came down crying and were bawling. And they basically were like, you can make the rest of your money by sticking out your contract and leaving, or you can, you know, peace out and not get the rest of your money. So that's what they did. They came up with their reasons and why they were leaving. So what was the tea with that? Cause I'm not sure if I know I don't, but I'm not sure if our listeners really remember what was the tea. Why did they get fired? So what would happen with The View a long time ago, as opposed to being nice, I guess you would say, and giving people a forewarning, they just loved testing out hosts secretly. And then after they would test these hosts out, they would end up firing somebody else for another host that they had brought in. So that is kind of what was happening. There wasn't necessarily any back reason. People didn't really care for Jenny McCarthy because of the vaccination drama and Mm -hmm. all of that that she Mm -hmm. had. Sherry Shepard was becoming a little one note, I guess. And then so they tried to like liven it up. They tried to bring on Ross Matthews. They tried to bring on Mario Cantone. They tried to bring on Meghan McCain. And Meghan McCain back then was not Meghan McCain now. Yeah. I've interviewed Meghan McCain and she was not who she is now. Yeah. It's interesting because I think that, you know, Abby um, Huntsman just came out and she was like, oh, no, the reason I left was because of X, Y, Z, as opposed to what she gave on air. And so that was my first time of really realizing that the reason that they give on air when they're telling isn't always the correct thing. And Candace Cameron, like when she was like, oh, I'm leaving to focus on this. And was like, didn't you have a blow up on air the other day? And then you like left halfway through your (laughs) show, threw up because Whoopi was like, get the fuck out. And so it's, it's always interesting to see 
see that. And and now hearing that from you, it's like I remember when uh, Sherry and Jenny were let go, and like they both were upset on air, like righteously so. And Rosie Perez is another who sticks oh, out yeah, in my right. mind. Oh, yeah. and she took exactly. it really. Rosie Perez took it really hard. Like she was yeah. boohooing, and they they had a comedian on who was competing with Joy kind, and they let her go to. Um, oh, I loved her. Um, um, gosh, she was tall. Br- uh, brunette. Brunette. Like she, oh, Michelle. Michelle, uh, Michelle Collins. Michelle, Mich- Michelle Collins. Trachtenberg. Yes. No, get shut the up fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> No, Michelle, Co- I loved her. I yeah. loved her. I think that they felt it was like a competition for Joy, and it, it wasn't going to work. So, Joseph, what's your thought on Megan? Like, how's she doing? Is she going to get the boot soon? And can we quote you on that? <laughs> Megan won't get the boot soon. I don't, I don't see it. I, they need a conservative there, and the they need a strong conservative on one side. And I think the issue that they keep having is anytime they put a conservative on there, mm-hmm. it's somebody who can be wishwashed a little bit and like you know choose Nicole Wallace. not always the Republican side. So yeah. Yeah. I think with Megan, it's a little bit more forceful. Well, it's hard to choose the Republican side when it's infactual, especially when you have Sonny Hostin there to call you out with a legal note. So <laughs> Sonny Hostin's my favorite. I'm not really sure a Republican fits on she the show or good. anywhere on this planet. Anyway, moving on. Who has the next well, question? Well, I, <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, today, Joy is moderating, so yeah. I'm going to put it back to Whoopi. Ah! Um, but no, so from me and, and kind of the thoughts on that with Megan and and all of that, I think that this is the first cast that has started winning Emmys again. And I think that, that they're also true. on that, that kind true. of boat. They're like, I mean, they're an Emmy winning cast. I mean, even Sarah Haynes was like, let me take my ass back over here because my other show got canceled. <laughs> She's like, and, and Michael, Kiki, all of us out of a job. I'm not going to be out of a job. No, Michael, Michael's doing the new, um, that game show. Yeah. yeah. He's doing the new, the game show. But he's still doing the GMA in the morning, too. Yeah, sure. I watched him this morning when I was having breakfast. I was like, oh, look at that. Because we, okay, so the tea is, the other day I was watching Good Morning Mary, I was like, well, they are really close together. I was like, we are in a panorama, okay? Like, y'all need to split this apart. And then, oh, sure, okay, whatever. But you still need to put, you know, a nice picture up. Leave room for God. Right. Now, so before then, you, before you like meet him. <laughs> Leave room for him before you meet him. You know, everybody be hopping on this, this pandemic. And, and then this morning, I, I put it on, and I was like, sure enough, they were just like, you know, six feet apart. And I was like, oh, that looks, that's nice. Well, so on the like, Today you know. Show, their competitor, they are six feet apart. Oh. Until you go into Dylan's home, and she's with her family coughing all over them cinnamon buns. <laughs> well, I need them to win some Emmys, too. But you know what? That actually leads into uh, the question from one of um, our co-hosts who, like I said, actually wasn't able to be here today. But how has production changed for you since the pandemic? And do you think it's better now that everything is more digital? Or do you hope that, you know, we're able to get back in the studio six feet apart for Adam's sake and, you know, close together for other people? Hey, man. <laughs> That's a really good question. I believe that doing my YouTube and stuff online during the pandemic was great for Mm -hmm. the fact of it was easier to access people and all these queens were like doing nothing. So that was absolutely cool to do. But I did like I miss I miss so much the in-person aspect. I didn't miss the being the almost the one man crew and having one camera person like yeah. i didn't miss that i didn't miss yeah. having to rent my equipment and pay for it i didn't miss any of that Hilarious. but you better write that shit off right um no, right. no but I, I, think that, I think that in in all it's been better but yeah. you know i do miss the 
the consistency of like seeing somebody in person. I think yeah. that that's something that is very true. You know, in the beginning, it was much easier to access people because everyone was home. And I think as things mm -hmm. are starting to build up and we're starting to get back into, you know, the world, it's going to like be, be a lot harder. But we're glad you came. And before you go, actually, I do want to ask you, I'm a huge fan of Walking Dead. And yes. love The Walking Dead, and I wanted to ask you. So, that what did you? Your Walking Dead. <laughs> I have to do it. Go ahead, give me a. Sound He's Michelle yeah. Collins. He's gonna be fired because that joke did not land. Um, but Walking I Dead, what did you do? It. Were you a walker? Let me know. And how can I be on it? <laughs> um, I was in Atlanta. I was in college. My friend hit me up and was like, "I'm casting the show. It's not gonna do well. It's only gonna last a couple of episodes." She was like. <laughs> Um, they need 10 people to be zombies for the first season. And she was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, okay, I don't care. How much so did I paid? went and I had, to, I had to go through zombie training school um, <gasps> yeah. that lasted like two days. And then I believe that I was the first zombie in the first episode to be shot in the head and I had like prosthetics and everything on so I do have pictures of that but I was like the coolest yeah wow that's, cool. that's so that amazing cool. and tell your friend if she's still casting for Walking Dead Fear to Walking Dead or Walking Dead Beyond <laughs> that I am available and he Thank won't you. need prosthetics <laughs> sure I'll take the check shit I'll take the check anyway I can get it I redeemed myself you yeah. finally landed yeah. one Brighton so Joseph one last question who are like your top three people that you would love to interview they can be not only drag queens but like anyone in the world live or dead oh that's okay too broad. this He's is what i answer. i want to become best friends with britney spears and i <sighs> want a personal like 2020 interview week long a week yeah but like a week long time to spend with her a few lunches within a week to be able to get her to open up because I just feel like she hasn't had the right people around her and the mm -hmm. right like ability to tell her story. I want to like hear the truthfulness. Mm. I'll okay. buy it, buy it. Yeah, I think that'll be good. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say John Waters, and <gasps> okay. I would say. Interesting. I would say RuPaul, but the only reason I want to talk with RuPaul is that Why I. Why she want... like fracking? Is that? Well, I think that there's a lot of things that he, his life is very private when it comes yeah. to he's done he's done so much for the community up into a point and then it kind of felt like things mm -hmm. you know have kind mm -hmm. of fallen to the wayside and you're making your money and you're doing all of these things but you know if you look back at it 90s and early 2000s were RuPaul's time and he helped a lot of people so like I yeah. would love to learn about that and learn about the the other stuff behind the scenes too. Mm. Wow. Just like Ellen, like, don't you think these pioneers, just, they just get tired? I know I'm tired. What are you pioneering, Brady? <laughs> um, and we're done. We don't have any more time today. Thank you so much, Brady. <laughs> Joseph, you've absolutely been a pleasure. And you have to come back here and talk to us because yes, we got to get yes, into some hot sure. topics. I was going to say, we want to have you back for some hot topics. Yeah, because yes, Be sure. Beverly Hills, I want to talk about it because I did watch oh, it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Housewives? Yes. Yes. Oh yes, we you got to you got to pull me. We okay. we got to talk about Beverly Hills. It's a lot. It's a lot's going on. 
we got to talk about how this trip is never ending. And... Never ending. <sighs> Nobody cares about Lake Tahoe. Yo, Come and on. Lisa Renna let it slip on the last episode. They literally was like, yeah, we're going home tomorrow. She's like, oh, thank God. She's like, oh, I was ha-ha. She's like, I didn't mean that. And she had forgot that she had supposedly planned the trip. You know, production did. And she had right. forgot. And she, she literally broke character because, you know, <laughs> she's not that good of an actress. But, you know, we'll have to see soon. We'll definitely have you back for that. Yes. Thanks for, for everything, sure. Joseph. It was so much fun. And tell our listeners where they can yeah. find you, Joseph. Yeah, I'm on social at Joseph A. Shepard on everything. Um, and then I have my new podcast out, uh, Dragged Out, which comes out on the 17th. Yes. And that's my that's next question. With <laughs> a majority of um, queens who were first out. So, first episode's Pork Chop. We got Nasha Lopez. We have um, James Mansfield. Um, Vanjie, like we're all going down the whole line of and that's wow, all that's around. super cute. That's that's iconic. Yeah. I love that. Love it. Well, congratulations on everything, and thank again, you. thank you for taking a little time to enjoy. Hang with pride. <laughs> we're still working I was on it, man. Say the view. That's why I didn't say no, shit. I was gonna say the view because obviously, <laughs> take a little time to hang with the view. No, Joseph, we appreciate you, and we'll speak to you very soon. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. are back ladies and gentlemen no. welcome back guys I just boom, love that song. Boom, boom. I want to go to Malibu with yes. Kim Petrus herself. Yes, with her, right. but with our just with our guest Joseph. <gasps> Me too. How he, cute would that be, right? It would be because so he was cute. real cute. He was real cute. <laughs> oh, I love that he spilled all the. I knew he was going to spill, he spilled a lot all of tea. Yeah. the tea from the View, from Rachel Ray, just. All the shit. I'm actually planning on going to whatever after party they're having at the daytime Emmys so I can look Rachel right in the fucking eyes and be like, and what? She won't see you. She she gonna have to watch because she'd be wasted. See me. See me. No, see me. <laughs> see my black ass. No, if it's a little dark, she might not see me. But I'm gonna be like, bitch. Are you, are you that girl? Are you that? Please you, tell me you're that girl. Please tell me, please tell me that girl. You don't I, see color? You. Doom, doom, to be continued. <laughs> I'm actually really, um, I do want him to come back and talk about Beverly Hills Housewife. Listen, I have to say, for the first time, they're not talking about Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy, and they're not talking about any other stupidity, Denise and whatever. Like, I feel like the drama with Sudden and um, um, Crystal is actually legitimate. Like, it's well, just very because it's topical, it's real, it's... Oh, Would you oh. crack it open? Oh, just a little... Um, Summer Pale Ale with Lemon Peel by Bronx Brewery. This oh. episode is brought to you by Bronx Brewery. Okay. Thank you, Bronx Brewery. Thank you for so much. We appreciate that. Sending. <laughs> Helping me get lit this summer. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you, Jarrell. Like, at least they're not talking about some, like, irrelevant bullshit. Now they're talking about, like, real-life issues that America is dealing with. And yeah, like some with stupid race and... dog. I can't believe we wasted an entire season of... With well, we lost wrong. a housewife for it. Thank we God. Several, but let me tell you this. Uh, <laughs> I was watching um, with Casey Rose uh, Wilson. Musgraves? No. Ah. Casey Rose Wilson, and she asked Andy. She said, Andy, I have the question, which is what everyone in America is asking. 
you had Kathy Hilton this whole time and stuck us with Teddy. Yes, I saw that on we Twitter. We had to deal with Teddy because Kathy you wouldn't Hilton let Kathy did Hilton not want to do it. Yeah, well, was because like she, she wasn't talking about it. Kathy about Hilton stuff. doesn't know the difference between Pride the Podcast and Pride the iPod. She did, and she also <laughs> Kathy Pride just Kathy just found out that they were on Bravo. She didn't even know what was Aaron. Kathy she just I know. Yo. Oh, did you see Joseph's tweet? He like quote tweeted. Um, Kathy being like, oh, check out, you know, this latest episode or whatever. And he just said, what channel? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I was like, yes. Like, yeah, have y'all no. scrolled Kathy's uh, comments on yeah. Instagram where she's like, hey, at Kris Jenner, are you awake? Because I need to call you right now. Uh, <laughs> on Instagram. No, she's uh, absolutely hey, bonkers. At, at, I, I'm on Tim's iPad at the moment. This is Kathy. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. I have to say, to me, Kathy... And actually, the Hilton family is incredibly smart because they put on these, I don't want to say, to be disrespectful, I don't want to say dumb personas, but they put on these personas. To make money. To a lot of people look at it and it's like, Paris didn't use her real voice for years. And Kathy is now putting on this like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm here. But like, Kathy's actually the smartest out of all of them because she's like, I'm going to help y'all produce a good show. She's like, because y'all on some bullshit. I am so so excited that Kathy, Kathy Hilton is my favorite by far of any (laughs) Beverly Hills friend, I guess you could say. I will say I did like when she, (laughs) they got to Tahoe and she was like, um, I need a fan. I need a fan, and I need it now. Because that's, that's real that's shit. That's real shit. That's real shit. Anywhere I'm going, yeah. I need to make sure it's fucking 62 degrees. It's about the hum. It's about the noise. It's about the buzz. Let I don't me care about get... that. Oh. I need it <laughs> well, to Kathy be does. frigid well, in my room. She didn't yeah, need it to be frigid. She just she needed the hum. She didn't Adam need the is fan. a polar bear. She needed, all she needed was the app. She Adam gets upset app. when it's hot. He like He gets like, it puts him oh, in y'all a like, really... Oh, you like it? You like the heat? No, I mean, I, listen. Sarah loves the heat. No, I don't. No, <laughs> but I'm love sa- The heat no. from San Antonio. No, no, but I'm... But <laughs> I do love the heat. Drop but right I am now. saying... Not when they blow all the smoke. Yo. They blow all that smoke in your face for yes. no reason. Oh, I love it. The heat was my first gay club. That was oh, my, I was my first. I want to ask y'all about that too. Yeah. What? what your first gay club was or gay gay bar? Mine was the Heat in San Antonio, Texas, and I was definitely seventeen years old and I, borrowed one. That of is <laughs> actually, I'm telling you, I was, Reverend. Sorry, mother. mom and dad. <laughs> I went with my friend Sean, and I had um, a not a fake ID, but I had my friend's ID, which her and I look nothing alike, but you know we're both black and. Well, they they that, were just like, oh, blackface, cool, you're in. That bitch, bye. Well, so it was like, it was my first club slash bar, and it was my first gay slash club, club slash bar. my first gay bar, Bobby. At 17, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Scandalous. I mean, mine was, <laughs> my, my, my first gay club is anywhere where I hold jurisdiction. Um, any place I walk in on, they're like, well, it's gay now. What? But Okay, yeah, what's your real answer? My yeah. real, well, my real yeah, answer. <laughs> Well, no, literally, because I make every place where I walk in gay. Bray, don't stab you with this fucking... (laughs) Y'all so cute. No, it was Outlaws, where I um, joined forces with Brayden and Adam and made them both come out the closet. Wait, hold on. We did not join 
forces at your first time at Outlaws. Because at my first time at Outlaws, which is also the first gay bar I've ever been to, uh, I didn't even know you. Oh, but I know you, you, sis. I know you. I knew you, sis. Everybody does. No, bitch. No, bitch. They didn't. Because your thought ass was on my space and everybody. Let me go. Let me get like my space. Yeah, my space. First of all, it was our space because we all were enjoying the bar of Outlaws. Brayden was a trifling bitch. And listen, it was my first time. You know, I'm country. And it was my first time out seeing anybody that was like openly gay except I you know Brayden was not <laughs> so I was but you couldn't let he him had a boyfriend. you couldn't have let his Aeropostale fool you because he definitely it wasn't Aeropostale at that time it was, it was American, American Eagle. Eagle thank you very much whatever the case it was AA okay AA no <laughs> right, and that's what happened. Brain tried to play me because no, I was. Yes, you did because I said. I told you the truth. No, you told me a lie because when I saw you and we walking across, we were going to like some stupid rehearsal for like I, whatever show we were doing. I said, Shakespeare. I saw you the other night at the club, <laughs> and Brain said, "Well, why didn't you say anything?" Oh, I was so mad. It like said, what idiot so, does that? Who sees someone and doesn't say anything? Yeah, because you were not nice. What does that have to do with anything? Because why would I say something to you when you were not nice, Sutton? Well, you did say something <laughs> later. We're like, I'm fine. Yeah, because I'm li- I live for the dramatic. I live for the dramatic. Brain was so trifling. I cannot stand him. Anyway, Brain and I wanted each other for a little bit. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> like, stop the recording. <laughs> no, stop. No. Edit this shit out. Go to break. Yeah. Go to break. Yeah. Go to break. No. Go to break. <laughs> I have a legal oh, note. Yeah. I have a legal <laughs> note. I'm sorry, we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. Wow. Listen, right. let, let, let's get back to the thing. I do want to say that I wish. Okay, fuck my drag then. Adam, what was your first game? Oh, you hey, were with Adam. us, nigga. No, I was not. <laughs> What was it? I mean, it was Outlaws in Thailand. Thank you. But it wasn't, I, my, okay, it was with y'all, but not at this time. Not this story that y'all are telling right now. Yeah. I was not there for this. I, it was like one night, I don't even know when or why we came up with the idea, hair-brained idea to get our friend Crystal in, who we did not like, <laughs> to go buy us a handle of McCormick's vodka. For not 11, McCormick's. And she 11, said, well, We had to drive 25 minutes across the county line to go to a dry county to get an 1149 bottle of McCormick. Right. So we can get drunk. <laughs> and then struggle. she's like, I guess, the, the, she's like, the oh, gas I'll... was more expensive. It was. She goes, I'll, I'll go get it if I can hang out with y'all. And we're like, uh, I liked her. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, she voted for Trump. So <gasps> oh, wow. let me, what I will say, speaking well, of going listen. back to that, I actually wish that Kathy Hilton would have said, Chris, what is your ex doing? What did y'all, did anyone see the interview this morning with Caitlyn Jenner? No. The other morning with Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. I saw it. No. I saw it. Yeah. I did, like, I watched it. Of course I watched give it. Give me the Cliff's notes. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Darrell, go. And I'll chime in. I know it was buffoonery. It was absolutely where's the buffoonery. Where's the clown music? My. She tried really hard, which I think it was, it was Sunny. It might have been Sunny. He was like, it's it's clear that you were briefed really well to answer these she questions did. that we have for you. Yeah, yeah she's got I, new people. I, I think it's a very interesting thing, and it scares me because we clearly let a reality TV show person become the president of this country for four years. And while I think that we have progressed, I'm like, Shit, California could elect her. I don't know. Because to be honest with you, um, they don't like Gavin Newsom right now. A lot of people who live out there don't like Gavin Newsom. And I think that Hmm. they might possibly would elect her. But one thing I want to say before we continue talking about this, 
for all the people out there who want to misgender Caitlyn and use that as a way to attack because they don't agree with her policies, that's absolutely wrong. And we mm-hmm. here at Pride the Podcast don't stand for that. She is a mm-hmm. woman. She, we don't agree with her policies. We don't agree with a lot of the things that she say, but there's no reason to go out of the and start misgendering her just because you think that's the easiest way to hurt someone. Yeah, who that's cares about her gender? She no. just sucks. She sucks. <laughs> she sucks as a person. At the end of the day, we support her identity. Yeah. 100%. 100. Now her policies she can get, can get fucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I saw a lot on ABC News in the comments. It was like, no, Bruce, no this, he's this, and he's that. And it was just like, okay. So my question is, with Caitlyn running as a Republican, don't you think that's splitting her votes? Because a lot of the Republican Party in California, well, on this nation, is evangelical, mm. who doesn't, who don't <clears throat> believe in... Homosexuality, trans identity, the entire LGBT. So how is that smart on her behalf? It's not to run this way. But what does she call her? She said she's she says inclusive Republican and inclusive Republicans. Which Republicans by nature are exclusive. So I'm not really sure how she's going to navigate that um, journey when it comes when it comes down to to the Kardashians and like his daughter her daughters I'm sorry what also was said on the view was her coming out to the Kardashians running for governor was harder than her coming out being transsexual really Mm. well she should be embarrassed because you're a bigot yeah yeah, I think it's I think it's very difficult. There's a lot going on with that family, as you know. They're ending. They're keeping up with the Kardashians. I never kept up with them, so I'm glad no. it's ending. I got the close um, notes. Yeah, right. Um, you know, a, a, a lot has happened with that family, including you know Kanye's. He's in a new relationship apparently, and, and I, I just oh, yeah. I just want them to kind of take. Cares? I want them to kind of take a back seat because there's so much going on in the world. But they will listen, naturally. They, they have to, <clears throat> but you know, money talks and bullshit walks. So. Yeah. That must be why I walked here today. <laughs> and you got here late. It's bullshit. So thank you for that. Y'all know uh, my black ass got here late because I had to get my hair did. You did. It looks really good, by the way. <laughs> we'll you, make friend. Sure, we'll post a picture on the Pride story. Another Actually, thing we'll do that, it. Yeah. that Joy asked her today was if she believed that the election was a big lie. And Caitlin, Caitlin said, well, the election's already over, so I'm not going to comment on that. I'm just looking forward to my election. And, like, obviously she dodged the question. And, and then she said it, she liked some of the things that Donald Trump did. She yeah, said she, she said she likes his policies. Yeah, she Who's said... policies? <clears throat> Don, Donald. DT. Donald Duck. Yeah. Voldemort? Trump. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. So she said she liked his policies, but then she said, I want to be more of a Republican who listens or something like that. And what like, <clears throat> policies is she referencing? She doesn't know, and that's why she says... <laughs> I am going to assemble a team around me that can deal with all of this stuff. I will just sit here and look kind of pretty. No, definitely not pretty. No. You know, she's trying. Well, keep trying. I, I just think it's I think it's a lot, and you know something else that's really shocking uh, about Jeffrey Tubin, who was let go uh, from CNN. But Brain, I know you have a legal note on this. But... I do have a legal <coughs> note. He was never let go from CNN. He okay. was let go. From... <laughs> Come in, Brain Bradley. Brayden Bradley commenting on Jeffrey Tubin of CNN. Um, he was never let go from CNN. Mm-hmm. He was let go of the New Yorker, where he was on staff for 27 years, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They let him go. CNN said, let's just pause you from on Why did they let him go, Brayden? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we all know, but he had a little mishap. <laughs> little. That it was little. I didn't look it up myself because I could care neither hide nor hair. Okay. <laughs> did I get that right this time? Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> no, he accidentally had his penis out oh. on um, a work Zoom call where the video was... He was no, wait, so his intention was to have his penis out Correct. with the camera off. Right. No. So he was, he was, he was Well, I'm he, saying like he meant to He meant to have his to, penis out. To touch himself during a meeting. Yeah. He and was masturbating. He, I thought the he, meeting he, had he, ended. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me, uh, <laughs> okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Yes. So his intention was to have his penis out and to masturbate just after the work call, <laughs> but with someone else. Who on has staff. Zoom? Not on staff. Uh, just a random. Uh, at this point, we don't know who and it was. So exactly. he forgot to leave the meeting. I... Yeah, basically, he uh, forgot to leave the meeting, and people were still. Wow, he on... had tunnel vision for. Did he look up for his goal. <laughs> he said, "All right, time to get a real business. Let's have this. Let's, like, bitch, you know, let's have the break. official meeting. It's my lunch break. I'm gonna sit right Yo, here. He had that thing, the thing out, baby, and he was like, I'm gonna get it popping. Speaking of things, y'all see Drake's thing? <laughs> yeah, I do, and it's big. I'll be Drake, back. I gotta go to the bathroom. I really would like for you to come over here. Can you send me that photo of Drake? I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what for? Listen, At least Drake is my baby room. daddy. Okay, so Drake, just... no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drake, that looked real good. I, I must say, I can see everything. I really can. And we're few degrees. You know what he was doing? We're only in like a degree separated from Drake. We're very close. Degree separated? How are we separated, Thrill? <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I have a friend who, um, Aubrey Graham, did Degrassi Wit for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't name them. They're probably listening to the podcast. Hello, honey. It's good to see you. Oh, honey. Um, so, yeah, he, we should definitely be able to connect with Drake. Very soon. Hopefully. Don't don't put that in the atmosphere. I'm this no, real. no, but I'm listening bullshit. to you. I'm listening to you because anytime you say put it out there, if it's good, because we want that to happen, yes. then it'll happen. So I'm yeah. putting it out there. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey Tubin put it out there and he got fired. <laughs> so, but it was nice to see CNN to have him on a couple of days ago to to come on and tell his story, get it over with, and then continue reporting the news because he is a great uh, prosecutor. I think he was a prosecutor and just a great political analyst analyst mm-hmm. minus <laughs> sorry it's this is the last segment and i've had two martinis um, <laughs> the anyway, edible is choo choo on we, its way yeah. we, we support i guess we support I support what jeffrey tubin and his huh? his continued journey do I, we i think i do i don't you don't i don't i don't i, I don't I really, care I, uh, yeah i was like i don't care I don't. Right. but the t is, is like i think he just made a huge mistake right and it wasn't like he was necessarily being like Creepy, right? Like, but like, <laughs> but like Donald Trump. Donald Trump has not said I'm wait, sorry. Matt Gates has not said I'm sorry. Nice. Anthony Weiner has not said I'm sorry. Not the Wiener. fact that his last name is Weiner was perfect. <laughs> he really could have had it all. Yeah, out of me. <laughs> what could he have had? He a good political career. Oh, and then he just he fucked up. He had a it was a little old thing. Oh, I'm getting. Uh, like, no, I think Anthony Weiner's was pretty big. I'm getting We're, the giggles. Well, listen, I <laughs> anyway, I do want to say before we, we start need to talking move on to about our next topic. Before we start saying that on our LGBTQ pioneers that we want to talk about, I do want to give a special congratulations to Megan and Harry for their new baby named Lilibeth Diana, and it's a black ass name, and I hope the queen them clutching their pearls. Mm-hmm. Because 
It's right. And they named it after her and Diana, too. So but I'm, what's great is it's the first American-born royal baby. It is. Yep. Which has never happened before. So They're just first in everything. And I know Kate is just getting wrinkly and upset. Kate Middleton is just like... I don't think she. And, and, and you know what's his face? Hair just, just keep pressed. leaving. Like he listen. He will. Ne- somebody just put let on, it go. Somebody put on Twitter. They said <laughs> Harry's brother will never see peace until he accepts. Then he'll grow his hair back. And I said, Wow, that, what a statement. Just go bald. <laughs> just go bald. That too. I'm just saying, when you're holding on to a little like strip, like it's <laughs> <laughs> like a little landing strip, man. or just get a toupee Nobody or cares. something. You know, get a top. Get a wig. I don't care. Uh, anyway, let's move on to our next topic. Yes. LGBT heroes and pioneers throughout history. Yes. And so as uh, last week, we each took a letter from the spectrum, and uh, we are going to start with L. Okay. So I got the L. Come on. I got the L. <laughs> I want to talk about Wanda Sykes. Yes. 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 I'd love Wanda. That's an L I'll take. <laughs> so Wanda Sykes is an American actress, comedian, and writer. She was first recognized for her work as writer on the Chris Rock show, for which she won a Primetime Emmy Award in 1999. And she was, in 2004, Entertainment <laughs> Weekly named Sykes one of the 25 funniest people in America. Duh. Yeah, she's yeah. hilarious. And she's known for her roles on The New Adventures of Old Christine, Curb mm-hmm. Your Enthusiasm, Blackish, and recently she starred in The Upshaws uh, on Netflix. Excuse me. And so she actually used to be married to a man. Mm-hmm. She was married to the record producer, Dave Hall, from 1991 to 1998. And then in 2008, she publicly came out as a lesbian while at a same-sex marriage rally in Las Vegas regarding Proposition 8. So, yeah. And then she married her, her wife in 2009. <clears throat> and she's just been living her best lesbian life. And they have like, a home since. in Fire Island. Mm-hmm. Wow, money. And she continues to be an activist for the LGBTQ community. And she's also a PETA activist. And she's just like a badass bitch. She and she's badass freaking bitch. hilarious. You know what? Her- one of my favorite movies of hers is? Uh, the, you did mention it. The Devil, Jane Fonda, uh-huh. Jennifer Lopez. Oh, Monster-in-Law. Monster <laughs> yeah, she's really, really funny yeah, in that. It's so it's a good one. Good. That is a good one. I was going to say Over the Hedge, her animated film. No. Uh, where she plays yes. like, the skunk. Uh-huh. And she's just... It, Wanda is yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> she is like comedy gold. Comedy she, she is gold. I loved when she used to do the commercials back in the day with Hillary Duff of the using the word gay. And she's mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't use that. And it's just like, she's just been so good. And I also want to give a special shout out to her because when everything went down in season one of the Roseanne reboot with what Roseanne did, her and Sel- Sarah Silverman were the first two to be like, we're not doing this anymore because we can't be associated with something like that. So they were both writers um, mm-hmm. on that season, and they both pulled out. So I really want to appreciate them standing their ground, especially of people of LGBT. Yeah. Work. Love that. She's so moving, moving on, on from the L to the G, I want to highlight Oscar Wilde. I'm a big fan of Oprah's Book Club, Reese's Book Club, and <laughs> Jenna. Reese yeah, she has a book club. I was going to say pieces? Right. No, Reese, Reese, is, Reese, Reese has a book club as well. I didn't know that. Jenna from Hoda and Jenna has a book club too. Anyway, I love to read. Thank you for clarifying that because I was going to be like, I don't know who Jenna is. Jenna Bush. 
Um, we'll hold your concerns about being Republican later. Um, anyway, I wanted to highlight Oscar Wilde. I'm not sure if a lot of people know, but he was, in fact, a homosexual. Um, one of my favorite books, not only that he wrote, but my favorite books of all time is The Picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, and yeah. he writes about the circumstances of his criminal conviction for his homosexuality and the imprisonment. And at that time, it really heightened his fame. He also tried to sue his father of his lover for deformatory because at that time his lover's father came out and said that he was, you know, atrocious, sinful, blah, 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 blah. And he went to prison for it, to be honest. Um, But after that, he unfortunately was impoverished and exiled. And in 1900, he actually developed meningitis and died at the age of 46. Oh, so young. But recently, in 2017, he was pardoned for his homosexual acts, if you can fucking believe that, that anyone has to be pardoned for it, uh-huh. under the Policing and Crime Act of 2017, and the act is known as the Alan Turning Law. So thank you, Oscar wow. Wilde. What's the quote, Adam? Oh, she's From a Clueless. disco dancing. Oscar Wilde reading. Uh... Friend of Dorothy. God, wait. Uh, <laughs> Barbara Streisand ticket holding friend of Dorothy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he he is. When, when he I was be... growing up, I did not realize that Oscar Wilde, the famous like novelist, I didn't realize he was gay. Mm-hmm. That wasn't part of the textbook. Don't isn't it crazy no. how they try? Uh, to a history? lot of shit isn't part of textbook. Right. Oh, okay. I oh, know oh. that's right. Um well, shit, you know, I want to talk about the B, the bisexual. And this is really great because uh, Stephanie Beatrice, um, actress, she was born in Argentina. And she is actually going to be premiering in, in the Heights. So make sure you guys get out and see that. Word. But most of you will actually know her from playing uh, Gloria's sister on fucking Modern Family, which was actually really good. And it's really where her start came in. And she was fucking funny. And um, also, she's currently on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. With um, my dear love, Melissa Fumero. Um, and she's been playing uh, that character um, for years since it, I think. But did Brooklyn Nine-Nine get canceled? I think it did, and then it got. Oh, it came yeah, back. No, yeah, it, it, came back, it came back. But I think it's ending. I think it might be officially finally ending. But that's okay, because Stephanie's career is still going. And she will be seen in, in the Heights playing Carla. Um, and Carla and Danielle are actually going to be um, a couple. In the film. Oh, so that's right. Carla and who? Carla and Daniela from the salon. They're, they're a couple? They're a couple in the film. So all what? Are, Yeah. They are together. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see you that. You know Lin-Manuel be trying some shit. Yeah. Too much. I, I actually, put Dasha Polanco in there. That's what he I actually does. appreciate that. He does too much. I actually appreciate the changes. You're going to respect Lin and leave him alone. I will um, I also. <laughs> I'll give him my money, but I will not respect him. <laughs> you, wow. That's already respect. That sounds like a lot like prostitution. Well, <laughs> well, we love sex workers around here. We do love that sex workers. That is true, and a lot of sex we workers are trans some. workers. You do what you got to do. Which leads me into my topic. I got to let a tea. So I'm going to spill a tea. My favorite trans artist right now is Kim Petras, ladies and gentlemen. I know y'all have heard of her, because if you've watched my stories, you know you've heard Heart to Break. A hundred times. A hundred times. A hundred gazillion times. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, a little backstory. Kim was born... Kim, like I'm her bestie. Kim <laughs> was born in Germany, and she was assigned male at birth. And her parents, at the age of two, she knew she was like, I'm not like the regular boys I'm in school with. 
or that I know. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, her parents took her to see, you know, uh, doctors and they, you know, they got the the help that she needed to get. And so at the age of 16, she was allowed to uh, get like one of the first early gender confirmation surgeries, which at at that time in Germany, it was 18. So, yeah, so that's why she started very young. She She got got at 13? 16. 16. What year was that? Do we know? (laughs) Sorry to put you on the spot. I was just curious in terms Uh, of like a global timeline. In 2006, she was 13. So what is, in 2009, she had her gender. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty early in terms of transgendered issues being in the news, I would say. <coughs> yeah. As much as it is, is today. And as much as it is now. Then I Which don't is really, still not it enough. Was, it, yeah. It wasn't like a huge thing. You know, I'm pretty sure she was like a huge topic, but I, I don't remember ever hearing about her. Well, I know it's Which summer. Sad. I know it's summer, but I'm so looking forward to Halloween to hearing <gasps> Kim Petras's yes. in the dark. I'm it's hoping. A, it's I'm a Halloween she's staple. Putting out is. a new October album. Also, because. she definitely follows a certain. She does follow Darrell Anthony on Twitter. She's a friend. So of the pod. I don't know. Maybe we might That's get her on the bot. podcast. Kim, no, I've, I've already DM'd her on Instagram several times, telling her to become a friend of the pod. <laughs> she's liked so, a few of my. Post to well, then what are you waiting for? Well, well, waiting for the right moment. I would love to have her in on October for our like spooky season. Um, Right, and that's when I asked her. So, Kim, please, I would love for you to come on. I was so happy to see her follow me, and I did my research. I was like, let me see if this really Kim, and it was like, is this really Kim? I was like, there's the check mark. There's all of it. All I did was I liked something because basically she was like, she made a post about something, and I went liked and I commented, and then she liked what I said, and then she started following me, and I was like. There you go. That's okay. Amazing. So that's how you do it, people. Sometimes you just have to it's slide like in DMs. She knows who you are. Yeah. She does. She and does. you've seen her twice in concert. Yeah. So we honestly, saw her at LA Pride mm-hmm. in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we saw her here in New York. You and I just in on a win- it was right? a it was in a Wednesday. Like I said, Adam, Let's I'm at go. work, not working. I found these tickets. Let's go. And we went. And then yeah. I feel like we've that was the start her, of my like, credit card going time, up. But didn't pay that bill. Which no, one? so she's like you know one of the biggest like trans pop stars right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's doing her thing. Her latest album, Clarity, came out in two in twenty nineteen. Um, so yeah, go check her out. She's, you know, go stream her music. And so, listen, people, this is a lesson. You, sometimes you can just slide in anyone's DMs and it'll work. <laughs> and speaking of which, you can definitely slide in mine. You can find me at Darrell Anthony on Instagram, uh, Darrell Anthony on Twitter, and I'll, actually it's Darrell Valak Anthony now because I've changed it to help these fools. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is your actual natural born name. Natural born. Valak. The profane. <laughs> the defiler. The defiler. The, the Marquis, Marquis of, of snakes. snakes. It's me. I'm Valak. So you can also Venmo me. It's my birthday month, guys. So Venmo me at Darrell Anthony on Venmo, obviously. And then on, <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all my <laughs> cash app name. And y'all for the laugh. But uh-uh. it's. The, the, it's not Caramel D. No, no, no. It's the, <laughs> that the was his symbol. Aim name. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caramel it's, D. It's you remember that? These bitches. It was Caramel D. I was like, Caramel. I was like, I don't know. request. Paper sack brown. I don't know. Not paper sack. Paper Brown. Brown. But then my cash app though is the money symbol. 
BDA money and it's spelled M U N E Y. So you can hit me on that some money, but that is so hard to find. BDA money in terms of B is in boy, D is in Darrell, A is in Apple, B is for Bobby, B is for bitch, B is actually for bitch. How about that? And you need to make your money ways easier for your consumers to get to. It should just be school me, friend. What should it be free? Uh, and there'll be no dollar sign, no exclamation no, no, point, no, 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 the no, the no, but no, cash app, oh, capital no, no. Z, cash app, no, T double E double R. Listen, <laughs> cash app makes you put a money symbol. I don't want nobody uses cash app. Bitch, yes they do. All my drugs. Anyway, you can find me. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> go ahead, from what you say? Silence. <laughs> you can find me, Box Wine Poppy, with a zero on Instagram and Twitter. My Twitter is not safe for work. And then, since we're throwing it out, my my uh, Venmo is at Adam A Rios. That's A okay. A M A R I O S. Throw me some money. I'm about to go on this birthday trip for Darrell. I'm about to spend two thousand dollars. Somebody send me some money. Brayden, <laughs> where can they find you at? You can not find on my birthday me. trip. Well, she was. Not on Darrell's birthday trip because I ain't got no birthday money and you can crawl, crawl, crawl all you want. <laughs> um, you can find Who's me about? at Mr. Braden Bradley on, I'm speaking right now, at Mr. Braden, but I'm speaking. Your, jo- your, your job is to listen to I'm me. Speaking. Okay, Kamala, I'm speaking. I'm speaking even though I'm not going to the border. I am at Mr. Braden Bradley on Instagram. You can find me on Venmo at Mr. Braden Bradley where I'll donate 100% of your proceeds to... Whatever charity you want. As Darrell. As, as, to our, as long our, as you just send me the money. Our Vegas fund. I'll figure yeah. out what charity it goes to, but you can donate me and it will go to charity, I promise. Okay. Mm. Well, you Darrell's can follow a charity. me. <laughs> I am a charity. Hell yeah. I'll be a charity case. Send me the money. Shit. Uh, you can follow me at Ashley Aaron M on Instagram and Facebook and Twitters. And you can Venmo me at Ash Aaron M. I'm also going to Vegas and LA, so I definitely need some money. 100%. Yeah. Slide into my DMs. And also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Pry the podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, it can be Spotify, it can be Apple Music, it can be wherever you listen to your podcast. Podcast and, and call us, call us, call us at eight four four two five pride. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know your comments, thoughts, and concerns. We would love to address them here on air with you. Mm-hmm. Reach out to us because we want to engage because we ain't got nothing else to do. I'm trying to get <laughs> engaged. So <laughs> hey, <laughs> you cut me out of saying you're done. <laughs> All right, we're getting to wrap it up. We're getting to wrap it up. Bye, so, guys. Thank you, thank DNR you so Studios much. and Rehab. For sponsoring this episode. <laughs> Until next time, happy Pride! Happy, happy Pride, Pride y'all! <laughs>